jungle for monkeys went fishing, that is, till their shrimp went awry. One's a Capuchin and one's a chimpanzee, the other baboon, the last a blue monkey. Leaving their homeland, stepping away into time, not Hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Jungles and Dragons, a and the actual play podcast about four monkeys who travel to Forgotten Realms and go on an adventure. Uh, today's episode is a little special. You know what number episode this is? 21? Oh, yeah. 21? 21? Just realized that. <laughs> yeah, 21? no celebration, sadly, but uh, uh, whatever. Ethan... What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 21 of uh, Jungles and Dragons. I'm your boy, Ethan. Today, we're playing... I am playing Paul Venus, Paladin, Chimp, Knight. We're all playing Paul Venus. We're all... In some sense, we are all Paul Venus. But today, Paul Venus' funky monkey fact of the week is... Everyone's been asking. I've been getting DMs. I've been getting letters, DMs, emails. What the fuck does Paul Venus smell like? What does he smell like? So, I'm, I'm here to reveal all the secrets today. I'm here to reveal everything. So... If you've ever been to the zoo, and you've ever been to the hippo enclosure, and you just you smell that stinky, swampy water that smells like a mixture of hay and horse shit and just bad, <laughs> gross water, that's what Paul Bina smells like, you know, because he'd be fishing, he'd been hanging out with the bugs, you know, he'd been by the, the stinky swamp water. He doesn't really know what deodorant is, because he's a chimp, and uh, <laughs> and that's what he smells like. He's kind of smelly, kind of putrid, not gonna lie. That's what it, that's who he is. That's good. Putrid fella. This really helps Actually, me immerse when I fella. think of Paul Venus now. Yes. So for the listeners, just stick your nose in some moldy water whenever Paul Venus is talking, <laughs> and you're good to go. It's, that's awful. We are not liable if you get sick, though. <laughs> no, do not yeah, sue. Not, we're not taking responsibility for. Send all your complaints to at Nick Goblin on Instagram. <laughs> You'll, you'll never see it. It's we know it's. It, I know it's not you, but we're gonna send it to him because that not should be your for username. any damages that occur during the J and D four D experience. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm August. I'm playing Spoons. He's a blue monkey wizard. He's level. Are we level four? Yes, we're yeah, level four. We're level four. And uh, Spoons smells like um. You know that you know that it's like Stefan. You know that thing where uh, where yeah, your grandpappy's armpits got mothballs up in them. Oh, so it's of course. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's like your grandpappy's armpits. I haven't thought about that in a while. But okay. also, it's got like uh like you know okay you know when you're at a place like a, a smell museum you ever been to one of those like a children's museum where they like smell the smells yeah 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 yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. It. No, yeah, yeah, sure, uh, sure. You, you know how in, when you're at like a smellular place, they have coffee beans to cleanse your palate, and so spoons is like the top half of them is like your grandpappy's armpits, and the bottom half is like a, a, a vat of coffee beans. So why, if you want to truly Im- immerse yourself in the, because he's always behind the bar, he's tending, he's got, I see. he's got dust and and, okay. and you know all the all the cacophony of the um of the the tending falling on him onto his his legals. Right. So if you ever want to um you know immerse yourself in a in in jungles and dragons, so you you do water mold for Paul, and then for spoons you go up to your grandpa, you say grandpappy. <laughs> Can I can I sniff those I think, pits? I think and he'll, he'll obviously say yes. I think we get the idea. No, I need more. <laughs> so sometimes you might need to ask him twice. Hey guys, Gabe here, the official voice actor for Eugene T. Monkey, level four mountain dwarf fighter. That's also an old capuchin monkey. And uh, August stole the old man smell from the actual old man. So uh, I would say that he smells like a uh, whiskey and pine. Mmm. Real seductive man. It's real good. It smells he uses, good. He uses cologne. Yeah, he uses cologne. He uses aftershave. No, he likes to take. He what likes does to take he long shave baths. exactly? <laughs> uh, Being oh, a monkey. Face. His face, you know, he's got to keep. He's got to keep his presentation looking good. I see. Uh, yeah, I'm Nick. I'm playing Ahani Druid. Johnny's uh, scent is he he found a, a bottle of cologne in the jungle on a on a man's corpse. Like, it was like <laughs> okay, a, all right. It's labeled as like a, like manly manly guy scent for dudes, and it smells just sort of smells of of wood. It's sort of a smoky pine scent of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, he's just sort of been going off of that. He before going into the the jungle, he just sort of doused himself in it, just completely soaked himself in the bottle. Uh, so it's sort of it's been lasting for a while. It's a very strong scent. Uh, and Mr. <laughs> I see. Hollywood, it sort of sort of fused to him. Yeah, it's sort of his. It become his scent. It seeped into his pores. His, his musk, his ma- his masculine musk. Um, <laughs> I, I am become scent. Mr. Hollywood's, uh, he smells very strongly of copper because of all of the pennies that he keeps on him in all of his pockets. He has many, many pennies. Scrooge McDuck-style pool. The, the sort of sound that the pennies all make clinking together in his pockets as he walks. You can, you can also sort of tell when Mr. Hollywood possesses Ani. Because suddenly there's like a scent of pennies in the air. Yeah. Ooh. It's like when you smell like brimstone or rotten eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just slowly comes seeping into your nostrils. Oh, God, he's back. He's oh. here. <laughs> Harrison, what do you smell like? Oh, what do I smell like? Well, first of all, I'm Harrison, the DM of Jungles and Dragons, the Game Master, the Monkey Master. And, um,. I don't know what I smell like. I'm gonna smell myself right here and give you yes. a live reaction. Live um, reaction. Live Harrison smelling. Smellison. Kind of smell like grass today. I think because I was working outside earlier. That's that's uh, not bad. What were you doing outside? Was that's I doing cool. outside? I was mowing the lawn. Hey. Ooh, that's now that now that is an American pastime. <laughs> eh, this is a bit suck. Let's do the episode. All right. Jump. 
So you just uh, watched uh, Fridomisto get carried off by the law enforcement of Evening Star. Uh, you're still standing in front of this lumber mill. Uh, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Mm. I'd like to go to the Bloated Hound to see my son. Oh, to see yeah, your I son. Yeah, I can go back to the Bloated Hound. My boy. My boy. Let's go, let's, go, let's go get a brew. Yeah. Yeah, guys, let's go, uh, let's go ahead and fix us up a drink and maybe, uh, take a little victory lap, huh? Oh, can, can, can I go find my, uh, my lover? Who is your lover? The captain. Armstrong. Oh, I was actually yeah. about to mention, uh, as the four of you are walking along the beach of Evening Star to get back to the bloated hound, you see a huge ship docked nearby. Captain Armstrong is about to board this ship, but when she sees him, oh. she sort of stops and waves. Oh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd I, like to I, I approach her. Yeah, yeah I definitely say hello. I waddle up, much like a chimpanzee, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I sashay. I'm gonna put some extra kick in my hips, sort of like trying to be a sexy little guy. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, "Hey guys, thanks for uh, all the help earlier. See, you got the book. That's good. Congratulations." Yeah, a, a kiss. You said no. I don't think that's necessary. Uh, spoons, you're a, spoons you're a you're a monkey. Yeah, spoons, you're a monkey. <laughs> I'm a I'm a half human woman. That it's not gonna work. It's very oh. weird, man. Why, yeah. why don't I have any alter selves left? Why don't I have any fourth and second level spells slots left? God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> I want to try to give Armstrong the predator handshake. Oh, of course, you don't even have to roll for that. Yeah, actually, I I, okay, you don't have to roll for her to want to you to give her the predator handshake. But give me some sort of roll to see if the two of you together pull it off. What would that be? Dexterity for moving your hands, I guess? Dexterity. <laughs> is it a saving Maybe throw or just a flat roll? Strength for... Just a check. <laughs> saving, a check. saving throw? <laughs> Fuck, we don't do it. What'd you get? <laughs> I got a nine. A nine, no. You slap her across your the face. Your hands just sort of <laughs> slap <laughs> wetly against each other. Uh, um, says, wow, that was really lame. Yeah, moving on. I'm gonna cast the... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a gust cantrip so uh, my my hair blows in the wind as well as my pink g string sort of flaps. I do the um I do I do like the Superman pose like are we, are we on a like dock a fist, fists on hips yeah you're on a dock like, can I push him off the dock uh, no don't do that give me if you want wait, to push wait, him wait. off the dock wait I me... I go I go behind spoons and get down on all fours no and no, I, no, I no, look no, at Eugene no. and I nod okay yeah, I'm gonna push I cast grease I. I cast grease on the floor, so we all slip and fall. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, um, this is a good scene. Uh, yeah, Paul gets behind uh, Spoons so that he can tabletop him uh, with Eugene pushing him. Uh, however, Spoons sees this happening and casts grease. And now all of you are I say, not so fast. sliding around. I fall on my butt. Yeah! Uh, oh, me and my hip. Uh, my hip. Oh man! I want to try and um and transfer the slipping into like the uh like a end of cartoon movie children's movie like flamenco dance on a slippery floor with Armstrong. <laughs> uh, you know, give me like, a performance with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, come on, money! Give me money. Uh, okay. So I I rolled a seven and an eight. So uh, take your pick. <laughs> no, you fall on your face, and uh. <laughs> Captain Armstrong, uh, she chuckles a little bit and she's like, oh, you guys, you're so funny. It's like the, the Three Stooges, but there's four of you. 
you know, the Three Stooges, the Dragon Slayers. I'm not really a stooge. <laughs> I'm actually a sort of prolific film producer, you know, so. Oh, oh Jesus, I All smell right. pennies. What the fuck? <laughs> I smell yeah, copper I, in the I've air? I spilled my pennies. I'm trying to pick them up. Oh. It stinks of fucking pennies in here. I mage hand the penny. I steal one. <laughs> hey, 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 fucker. That's mine. That's mine. That's my penny. I put it... I, I taste it between my teeth. I go. Okay. I'm just. I'm gonna go. Can I pull my? I'm gonna pull myself out of the grease. Captain Armstrong says, "You know, guys, I gotta admit, I wasn't too sure what to think of you when we first met. I mean, you're monkeys, but you guys really came through this past couple of days. Yeah, I re- re- really uh... appreciate that. You know." You know, I'm, I'm, I do. I do appreciate. I'm not it. surprised, but I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> she draws her rapier, uh, and she says, "This sword was a gift from my father, the storm giant Yagvar. As I've climbed Whoa, through the ranks, so fucking cool. Oh, thanks, spoons. Uh, uh wait, who, No, not who. Who are you? Who's spoons? You're uh, T- you're Tortellini. I'm yeah, Tortellini. Uh, yeah. As I've climbed through the ranks of pirate society, this sword has come to symbolize my authority among the thieves and rogues of Faerun. Uh, she holds it out towards you, Paul, and she says, Lobster feet, I want you to have this. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, thanks. Okay. I swipe it out of her hands. Uh, wow. She says, uh, wait, can I, can I cast, wait, I cast Thaumaturgy quick, or uh, my, sorry, Minor Illusion quickly. Um, uh, sort of where Paul is. So Captain Armstrong hears him say, fuck you, take it back. Um, is that a cantrip? <laughs> it's a cantrip, all right. Okay. Minor Illusion, do audio? Yep. Oh my god. So she hears him, she hears that at the same time that he says, thank you. Um, and she just says, wait, what was that? What did you say? Can you give me that to me one more time? Uh, th- ignore that. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'll take I'm, it. Thank you. I'm, I make it say, gabba, 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 gabba. She says, all, all right. Um, anyway, here's the sword. Uh, if the four of you ever find yourselves needing a connection in the seedy underworld of Faerun, just show him this. Then they'll know you're friends of the legendary pirate Captain Armstrong. Okay. Wow. Thanks, Armstrong. That's I'm, really great. I'm, like a really, I mean, I'm a really loud fart. Keanu Reeves and J.K. Simmons, so I don't really need you, per se. Says, I'm sort of already friends with plenty okay, of celebrities. I guess, I guess I misremembered how cool you guys are. Um, I kind of regret giving <laughs> you no, this. No, no. Actually, can I get that back? Can I nope, get it back? Nope, sorry, it's, ar- it's already in my prison pocket. May it break for it, boys. I already put it in my prison pocket. Sorry, it's gone. Armstrong, oh wait, I, I have a gift for Armstrong. I have a gift in return, because I really yeah. like her. Armstrong, listen. Yeah. First of all, I gotta clear something up with you. I gotta clear something up with you. Right. Tortellini is an alias. Alright? What? My no real way. name... My real name's Gunter, Okay. And I really like wow. I like a pastry. I like a pastry and I like a cream. I Second feel off, like this is a reference to something. It's not. Okay. It's just my name. All right. Se- second of all, I have I have a gift in return. Although Paul seems remarkably ungrateful, I uh, I've got this for you. And I take out the uh, parchment in my pocket and I rip out one of the forbidden jokes and I give it to her. And I say, "In your time of need." read this and it will uh uh help you out in some general ways oh like some sort of ancient incantation of powerful damage 
cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'm, I got plenty. You can have Thanks, one. Thanks, Scooter. It's, it's, yeah. It's, okay. Can I try that Predator Thank i5 you. one time? One more time? Yeah, all right. Come on. Uh, give me a dexterity. Fuck yeah, 17. Yeah, you do it. You do the best. You do a better Predator high five than in Predator. Yeah, and I, I want to kind of pull her down. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and I, cause, you know, because she's real tall. I just want to say, uh, you know, I really uh, don't really appreciate how you left me to die to get my son. Wasn't really big on that. But, ah, whatever. You know, yeah, I, I, I just want to say I respect you. You know, I respect you as an individual. Respect you as a pirate. Didn't appreciate that little thing, but hey, you know, ah. game's game. And uh, as I let go of her hand, I slip her a hard candy. Wow, thanks. Uh, I think your name was Eugene. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. That's so cool. <laughs> um, I will definitely eat this. Uh, and she starts boarding her ship. Yeah, okay, bye. Uh, bye. Yeah, later. Pennies bye, bye, bye. Starts waving my chimpanzee. <laughs> Wait, can I give her... <laughs> thanks for the pennies. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, they're really uh, Armstrong. Cool. Yeah, I think this scene's running a little long, but what is it, yeah. Sorry, Gunter. Uh, can I can I give her my uh, my banana phone number? <laughs> uh, that's not how the banana phone works, August. It doesn't have a phone okay, number. Okay, uh, if you need me, uh, go where where Draconia is and ask for Gunter Rango, and it'll get to me. All right. Cool. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> well, boys, let's go get a drink, huh? Yeah, yeah sure. You yeah. To the are all walking, and you get to the Bloated Hound Inn. Uh, as you enter it, you see the bartender slash innkeeper cleaning a mug behind the bar, sort of chuckling to himself, going, <laughs> the fuck uh, are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Uh, he he says, uh, "Sorry, I'm just I'm just chuckling to my." What was his voice? I was I was trying to do Seth Rogen, but didn't really come across. What was his voice? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just chuckling to myself. Didn't mean to be rude. Uh, you also see um, uh, Chattanooga sitting at a table in the corner, and Buddy sitting at the bar with sort of a sorrowful look about him. Hmm. Let's go. Let's go can, to can Buddy. I, I kind of feel bad about him. Yeah, can I get a local IPA? I go to the guy and ask for a local IPA. He says, uh, he says, uh, oh, uh, what now? Uh, what, what, uh, God, I can't, I can't nail that voice. It's uh, all of my gruff voices <laughs> are just too similar. Um, oh, what now? That's not, okay, that's, <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, what now? Yeah, that's good. I said. I say normal sized Albert. Is that you? <laughs> it's me. Hello, hello, hello. It's it's me, uh, Grand Andre. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, Grand Andre. It's been a hot minute, huh? Howdy, howdy, howdy. I don't know you. I'm sort of a famous bartender, though. You might have heard of me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Does he have I a think... big? Does he have a big funny red shirt? No, he looks like <laughs> Seth Rogen. That's great. Um, can I, can I just get a, a beer or something, ale, uh, whatever? I can give you an ape ale. We just got some in. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, put, I, put a, uh, I put the penny I stole from Mr. Hollywood on the table. Wow. Thanks. All right. Round of eight bales. Round of eight bales. Everybody. Everybody. 
Yeah, round round the eight bales for the whole. That'll whole... be uh, five gold pieces for. Uh, that'll be five gold pieces for a round of eight bales. Well, well, right. Seventy human dollars. Wait, wait! Adam. Don't pay him yet. Don't pay him yet. Grand, Why not? Gr- Grand Andre, are you a gambling man? <laughs> are you a betting man? <laughs> no, I never gamble. Well, would you ever be so impressed by something that you would give us free round of drinks over it? Maybe do it, and then I'll let you know. All right. I, Paul Benis the chimpanzee, will swallow this sword. Pulls out the rapier. And if, oh, I, will no. succe- if I will successfully do it, you will give us free drinks. Huh? What about that? Oh, I'd love to see that. That sounds pretty cool. All right. Don't worry, guys. I've been I've been thinking about how to do this right for a really long time. I've never tried it, but I think I got this in the bag. Don't worry oh. about it. Just be careful, okay? Okay. Here we go. Down the hatch. Lou. <laughs> uh, give me... What would that even be? Constitution. It's gotta I be constitution. constitution. Yeah, it's, I constitution. See, it feels like a mixture. Oh, no! Maybe do both. Can he... Yeah, give yeah, me a constitution like... and a performance, and I'll add them together. <laughs> okay, I got a natural one on constitution. Okay. <gasps> I got a four on the other one. You're gonna kill yourself. You're gonna die. Oh Um, my god. Take. uh, (laughs) You say say gulp, and then you pull. pull, It looks like it worked, but then you pull the sword back out, and it's just covered in blood. (laughs) Like I'm slowly pulling it out, and there's like (laughs) blood everywhere. Uh, Take two D4 piercing damage. Okay, that's four. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think you you, you punctured uh, a spleen or something. Well, you're, you're kind of the you got some healing. Go ahead, man. Uh, okay, you know, Get, I uh, I'm just gonna. Well, that was pretty cool. He gives you all a so, free eight bale. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I did I, it, but I don't think I can drink anything. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push the eight bale towards Buddy. I don't think he's drinking, so I'm gonna try to push it a little closer. Uh, Buddy immediately swallows that up. He says, uh, "He says, thank you." you- oh God, I can't. He was like Hank Hill, right? Thank you, Eugene. Okay, I really appreciate yeah. that. You see, there's several other empty glasses in front of him. Oh, Buddy. Oh, maybe I should have said water instead, huh? Oh man. Oh, Eugene, I don't know what I'm going to do. My livelihood's destroyed. The uh, the only thing that gave my life meaning, I had to blow it up. You oh, know, Eugene, what are the investors going to think of this? Oh, boy. You know, you know, buddy, did did you make that ship? Did you build that yeah, ship? Yeah, I made that ship myself. You must be a really, you must be a really smart guy, right? Uh, you, 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 I like to think I am. Eugene, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That he there's a place for him somewhere where we know. Yeah, exactly. You know? Huh? Show off, let's show off the let's uh, show off the bling, huh? Let's what? what? Huh? You know the the big rings, the big rings. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we show our Super Bowl ring. <laughs> we show, <laughs> show your your, uh, your draconia rings. 
which I guess are sort of like the Super Bowl rings. I guess we'll figure that out later. <laughs> Please, can um, they look exactly like Super Bowl rings, like 2007? Like diamond-encrusted giant rings. Uh, my my Super Bowl ring, but also my uh, big golden ring with a big green money sign in the middle that says <laughs> Mr. Hollywood on it. Can that, can that ring be plastic, actually? <laughs> yes. It's turning yes. his finger it's, green. It's very plastic. <laughs> Uh, he says, "Wow, are you guys from Draconia? Hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you hmm. so you know us. So you're offering me a job. Well, well, uh, let me let me check something. I pull out the banana phone and I say, uh, "Operator, high mage, please." Uh, you hear a voice on the other end go, "Oh my God, Spoons, are you okay? I've been trying to reach you." Was good, fam. Uh, what happened? So we got a." a <laughs> We got a prom. Give me a second. We got a very promising engineer here. Name of um, buddy. What last name? Uh, moniker? Anything? Uh, I, I don't think you could pronounce it. Spoons. Uh, uh buddy. The uh, what is it? If it, it what's the polite way of saying mind flare? Uh, well, you can call me a mind flare if you want. Uh, we we also go by. Okay, it. it's not. That's not like derogatory in any way. No, it's, not it's cool. not not really. Uh. I, I don't, but in negative, general, you know? we do flay mines. So, you know. Have you ever flayed a mine? I'm curious. Oh, is it, oh is yeah. It like in, my, a... in my younger days, oh, all the time. You, you get over it? You just lose interest? What was the what was the process there? Well, I found a passion in inventing. Oh, shit. Hi, Mage. One second. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I got an oh, uh, illustrated mine what happened flayer. in there? But I couldn't just, reach you for days. Listen to me, old man. <laughs> How many times have I got to tell you? I've got a, a very promising mechanic inventor by the name of uh, of Buddy Buddy the uh, the Illithid, the Mind Flayer. He built the, you know, Adventure Camp. You know, we, oh we yeah, about he this? built Adventure Camp. Yes. Yeah. So Adve- Adventure Camp's gone now, and he's, oh, he's got a he's got a, a, a vacancy, and he's got a vacancy in his his job. Can, can you offer this guy a job? I think we I think we could use him. Sure, we can always put engineers to good use. Okay, cool. I hand the phone over to uh, to Paul. Uh, tell him what happened. I don't. I can't be bothered. Well, uh, <laughs> well he's, he's, his Paul, mouth is full of blood and tr- guts. Paul, I've been trying to reach you for days. What happened? <laughs> Are you okay? You sound injured. There's, just a, there's a loud dripping noise constantly from the blood dripping on the spurting. Can I take? And then I'm gonna go to the hospital. <laughs> 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 yeah, you grab the phone, Eugene. What do you say? Uh, hey, hey, hi, mate. How His Paul already doesn't sound too good. Oh, oh, man, he's he's got something going on. I don't know, man. You oh, know how he gets. Oh, you, you know, know how kids. Paul. You know how, yeah, you know, you know Paul. kids these days. You know, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Us old stallions. We know how these kids are, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it turns out a uh, adventure camp that's kind of gone now. There was a, a bit of a, a bit of a mishap. Oh, wow. oh my god! They ended up someone else took it from Buddy. Very bad guy. But uh, right now they're in custody. I assume. Oh good. Yeah, we we got the book. The book was the prize we won. Yeah, good. Go team. Oh, there go was us. a book there. Which book? Yeah, was the it? book. Uh, was it? Uh, was it? Des- book, of book of the future. Yeah, book, 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 book of, of destiny. destiny yeah. Oh, it's, uh, I can't believe they were offering that as a prize. It's very dangerous. He must not yeah, have known you know, what it really was. Yeah, you know how it is. It's a it's a, it's a tough world out here. Uh, we're probably just going to probably take right, a rest well, and then maybe, bring, maybe hand bring out. Bring that back when you get a chance. It's very dangerous. Oh, uh, yeah, big dog. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if your mind flayer friend wants to come, he can. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, Tell him about the big shot Hollywood producer we met. Oh yeah, we also got a we also got a big shot Hollywood producer. I think he could invest What's a lot Hollywood? in Euconia. And I grab the the phone through the G and say, "Hey, hey, Mr. Hollywood, I'm sort of a film producer, sort of a film guy, sort of, Ani, sort of a film brain." Honey, what are you talking about? I'm not on you, actually, Mr. Hollywood, the big shot film producer. You ever see Whiplash? Yeah, that was on me. Uh, and so anyway, do you guys have like a propaganda division that I can work for or something? Um, he is no longer answering. Uh, there's not like a hang up sound. On the draconian banana phones, you can, feel you like he's tell. not physically there anymore. Yeah, this guy's I'm, speechless. That's I take, I good, take I, back I, my phone. That's how good my uh, my thing was. This guy really wants I'm, to hire. Great me. pitches, dude. I'm gonna go grab the eight bale and head to the corner with my son. Um, as you head towards Chattanooga, he gives you a very serious look, and he says, uh, "Dad, that that book you have, the Book of Destiny." But yeah. you said that that tells the future, right? You're right. I'm going to lay the book down on the table. Do you think we could use that to, you know, find out where the the kids are? Where Carmen and Percival are? <sighs> this is why you're the brains of the operation, kid. Oh my god. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, do you open the book, Eugene? Yeah, I'm going to uh, open didn't the book. That, hey, Eugene, Eugene, just, just a quick uh, friendly re- reminder. Didn't that hurt uh, someone last time we tried to open it? I'm opening the book. I don't care what you say. All right, I sort of slide back out of frame. <laughs> Is that a wisdom? Uh, yes. Uh, not not yet though. I think I think uh, you you're able to sort of. I'll give you I'll give you the wisdom save in a bit. Um, yeah. You succeed in in reading the book, and again, it's this this strange language that you don't really understand, but you feel like something's kind of rubbing off on you the more you read it, and. As you look up, the world around you has changed. Um, looking around, you see that you are surrounded by these red strings flowing through every living creature near you. Each red string holds the past, present, and future of all that is. You can see everything. Everything that ever was, is, or is to be. It's overwhelming. Uh... In addition, these strings continuously diverge over and over and over again as the future changes and is shaped by the present. Your mind is overwhelmed by everything you see, but if you focus, if you try hard and focus, you can hone in on the strings coming from you in Chattanooga, and if you follow them, you begin to make out the vague shapes of Carmen and Percival. Uh, do you say anything or react in any way, Eugene? I don't. I think I don't think I can process it enough to react. I think I'm kind mm. of just like stunned in silence, and I'm just slowly kind of following the string until I get there. Right. You follow and, the strings, yeah. and the the inn and tavern around you becomes dark, and you're in like a black void, following these strings to Carmen and Percival. And as you get closer, you hear a noise: a tick, 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 tick. A great tick, shadow tick appears over your grandchildren. Is there is there a Hives concert going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, a great shadow appears over your grandchildren, huge and swinging back and forth. A bronze pocket watch. Uh, give me a wisdom save now. Natural 20. What? Natural 20. Okay, yeah, no, that's good. I can show you the footage right here. Yes. Uh, Okay, 
I'm, I'm gonna let you choose. Do you want Eugene to be okay and healthy, or do you want to get more information about what's going on? Ooh. Not information about your That's kids, fun. but information about overall what's happening in this adventure you're on. I think Eugene would be willing to, to risk it to know more. Okay. Um, you <sighs> see that your string is, is taking you even further past this bronze pocket watch. Um, you follow it, and um, back in the real world, Ani uh, spoons and Paul, you watch as Eugene falls unconscious. Ooh, okay. did, he, did he choke on I asked Chattanooga did he choke on some food this can be dangerous for old people was he chewing and speaking at the same time uh, Chattanooga says oh my god dad dad uh, Eugene does not answer I knew this day would come uh, old age yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, inevitable that's it. buddy runs over and checks his pulse and said he, he's alive Oh my god, I didn't realize that book was so dangerous. Oh, that one's on me. <laughs> Did we bring um, his pills and milk? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can I do a, a medicine check to try and stabilize Eugene? Um, you can, yeah. Just a flat medicine check. I don't Sure, give me a medicine uh, check. Solid nine? <laughs> no, no, Eugene is still unconscious. Um... <laughs> You feel Fuck. the air around you start to grow just a tinge colder, and a shape passes through the door of the bloated hound. It's Polly the Bullywug. And it might just be from the wounds she took in Adventure Camp, but she looks a little sick. Um, who is the highest perception Ooh. here? Uh, uh, I don't think me. Let's I have... See. My perception is I plus, have plus five. one. That's probably Ooh, it. Oh, fuck. It's, you. it's, plus yeah, it's you. yeah, it's definitely you. Give me a perception check, Ani. Alright. Why are you so perceptive? So Fifteen. Fifteen. Um He knows a good deal. Yeah, it's more than just sickness. Polly is moving sort of weirdly, uh sort of almost zombie like, and there's drool mm. trickling from her mouth. This drool has a metallic sheen to it. And through the cuts and wounds on her body you can kind of see something flashing, like silver or some sort of metal. And she what? approaches you and she says, Guys, I don't really feel too good. Uh-oh. Do you, do you guys have the book? The Book of Destiny? I'm... No. Uh, no. Um, I, don't, I don't think we... Monkey we, huddle! We, monkey, yeah, huddle. We, uh, monkey huddle! Monkey uh, huddle. We, we bring Eugene's passed out corpse yeah. into the huddle. I pick, up, I pick up Eugene's corpse by the head and bring him in. Just a week, weekend at Bernie's? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we can burn it exactly. <laughs> we're, um, we're totally as you're monkey huddling, she looks over at the table and sees the book lying there. Oh fuck! But, uh, go go on. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my, my textbook. My, okay. my my textbook for my uh, my Phoenix online university course. I can't believe I'd left yeah. it there on the on the table. And it looks just like it's just a weird cover. It just looks just like the Book of Destiny. Like, uh, yeah. well, it's it's because it's got an infinity sign because you know infinite knowledge. Yeah. You, Are you, you saying that's a university and you? Yeah. <laughs> Give me a, a a performance with disadvantage. This one I will apply your your cool dude sticker to. So, so flat. Just, yeah, just flat performance. Uh, I'd say seventeen. A seventeen. Mm. So she turns away from the book, but she says, "Guys, I think you need to give me the book. I I don't know what's. Please, just give me the." And she twitches a little bit, and she says, "Just give me the book, please." 
this. Um, why didn't I prep identify? Can, can I give you <laughs> the book, but can I still like hold it? Like I'll just bring it close to you, and like I'll turn the pages. That's a bad. For you. I, Paul, no, no. She says, Paul, don't do that. Um, she says, no. I need you to give me, and then she stops talking, and she kind of turns her head, and she says, "Yes, that's a great idea, actually, Paul. Why don't oh, you come let me fuck. look at the book?" Um. Okay. Wait. Uh, I take it back. April Fools. Okay. Yeah. We're not. We're not doing that. Uh, prison pocket. Go. 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 Uh, Spoons. Put it in the prison pocket. Yeah, go. 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 I bend over. Do I have to? Yeah, go. Do I have to? Go. I use mage hand. I use mage hand to do it, so I don't have to touch it. <laughs> I use my big funny Mickey Mouse hand yeah. to shove it in his ass. Yeah. It looks like it. Like the book just like slipped out. It's somewhere in the bar. I don't know where it is now. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy, bro. Yeah. <sighs> she sighs and she says, Oh, God. Here goes another vessel. Uh, roll initiative. <gasps> what the f- Do I have to roll? No, not you, Eugene. You're unconscious. Okay. Uh, Ani, you're up first. Right, I'm gonna uh, cast Flame Blade and uh, just go at her. Start tearing. Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, so you cast Flame Blade, you get your big flaming sword. Give me your attack. Uh, 18. 18, nice. nice. Okay, yeah, roll Ooh. damage. Alright, 10. 10 damage. Ooh. Yeah, um, describe how you deal this 10 damage to her with your Flame Blade. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna just summon up this big big flame blade and do a, do a sort of jump in the air and spin around and then bring the blade down on her and just slash her chest. Yeah, it'd be very graceful if you weren't quite so ugly. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> you, you slash her chest and it, it burns a little bit and there's this big hole in her chest and blood doesn't come out. However, liquid metal does. Oh, what the no. fuck? It's like, freak. it's like Monkey Terminator 2. I saw it at the Jungle Theater. It is. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, she's not made of liquid metal. There's liquid metal inside of her. I should oh, it's nothing like Monkey Terminator 2. I take it back. Is, oh. she, is, she, a, um, is she a warforged? Is that what she is? Uh, no, she doesn't look robotic to you. Um, she is going to... Uh, let's see, what does she have? She's got some spells. What does she have? Uh, oh, she could have fucking used them. That would have been helpful in our past interactions. Well, Polly doesn't have spells. Um, ah. Let's see. Uh, okay. Ah. So this this creature that has that may or may not be Polly, um, in Polly's body, raises her hands to the air and she casts Hunger of Hadar. She she opens a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. A 20-foot radius what? sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears. Uh, I'm going to say that encompasses uh, Paul and Spoons, since the two of you haven't moved yet. Um, this void is filled with a cacophony of soft whis whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. No light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area, so you're, it's completely dark. I need both of you to take 2d6 acid damage as milky, otherworldly tentacles rub against you. Oh, fuck. That's weird. 
Uh, that's six damage D6. Uh, oh yeah, that's just a normal one. Oh, fuck. Alright, nine. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'm glad that wasn't mine. Next up is you, Paul. Alright, I'm gonna take There's out my new rapier. 20-foot cube of darkness around you, by the way. Oh, shit, okay. The uh... rapier, the powers of the rapier, by the way. Um... Let's go over that since you're considering using it here. Yeah, yeah. Rapier 101. Uh, the reach is 20 feet. Um, it deals the, exactly the same damage and everything as your previous sword. Um, anything under uh, uh, 200 pounds can be moved within a 20-foot circle using the powerful whirlwinds of this, this blade. Uh, but they must beat a deck save. Uh, I'm going to say the deck save depends on what you're trying to move. For someone like her, uh, it's going to be uh, 13. Just an okay. average-sized NPC. Alright, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna blast one of those whirlwinds right now. Like, what, okay, so this is what Paul Beans is doing. He, he takes out the rapier, starts, he doesn't really know how to use this right now, because, you know, he just thinks it's a sword, and since it's dark, he just starts throwing, like, he swings it around, and that creates a whirlwind, whirlwind mm -hmm. in front of him. What are you yeah. doing with this whirlwind? Uh, it's just, I'm just shooting it forward or blasting it or whatever is in front of me. The whirlwind doesn't deal damage, uh, right? Or so you can you can try to pull her to you or just move her somewhere or you I guess you can. No, I don't think you can pull yourself. I don't think that's how it works. But yeah, you can, can I, try to move. Can I her can I something. fight the tentacles with the whirlwind? Can I blow them away from me? <laughs> um. <laughs> That there's definitely no contingency and hunger for Hadar for that, but sure. Uh, uh, right. give me a dex, uh, a dex. Uh, I said a dex save, but it's not a dex save. It's it has just to a be check. above give 13. Give me a dex check. Yes, okay. over thirteen. Fuck, that's seven. Okay, no, you don't do that. However, uh, your whirlwind is a multi act, or sorry, a, a bonus action, so you still mm. have your main action. Okay. Uh. Can I just run straight through the darkness? See if I can yeah. get out of it? Sure. Um yeah, uh let's see. I don't think I don't think Hunger of Hadar uh requires you to roll or for anything like that. You can just leave it. Alright, I'm uh, out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just run out. Uh and that's your movement, so you still get another action. Awesome. Alright, so now that I'm out of the darkness I can see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's right. standing right there in front of you. Now I'm gonna uh take my long sword and I'm gonna slash at her. Yeah, yeah. give me give me a yeah. yeah Okay, that is that is a eighteen. Yes, of of course that hits. Okay. <laughs> it's a Paul Bean is classic. It's a Paul Bean special, baby. <laughs> oh, and with the Paul Bean special we get six damage. Haha. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wait, what's the <laughs> Wait, D8, this is a D8. Yes, it, okay, yeah, we're good. Okay. Six damage. <laughs> how, how do you slash at her with a sword? What do you do? Well, I sort of, like, I charge at her and I slash horizontally, like, at her chest. So I go, whoosh. You know? Yeah. Left, left okay. to right. <laughs> yeah, you, you do another slash, and more of this liquid blood, or this li liquid metal starts to ooze out. Uh, okay, next up is Spoons. Hi, I'm Spoons. How's it going? Nice to meet you. Hello. Um, uh, Spoons, I mean, so I can't see anything, yeah? Yeah. Can't see shit? 
Um, I mean, so do I have a picture of where where she was? Yeah, she's probably like I... in front of you ish, beyond twenty I, feet from you. My... But yeah, somewhere in front of you. Uh, what's my movement? Fuck, I haven't. You, we we never use movement, so I don't even fucking know what my movement is. Uh, it should be thirty feet. I think it is thirty feet. Uh, but if I. Yeah, oh, whatever. So I won't be able to get out of the, the blackness if I wanted to? If I wanted to, like, walk over to where I think she is? Or would I? You would, um, yeah, you would be able to leave it. Actually, okay, so... The reason the spell is so effective is because you're supposed to take damage on the start of your turn as long as you stay in there. But I forgot to do that for Paul, so I'm not going to make you do it. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm going to tr- just kind of walk towards where I think she is. Yeah, okay. Out of the, out of, out of so the you, since you're in total darkness, maybe give me a uh, wisdom check to see if you can do that. Sur- Why did I think it was going to be survival? Uh, wisdom. That is a seven. Seven. No, Great you escape the, the inky darkness. However, you were on the opposite side of it from her. Uh, you don't have enough movement to get to her now in this turn. Um. Okay, am I... Can I see her? You can... Uh, you, if you sort of tilt your head around the big sphere of darkness, yes, you can see her. Screw that! I'm gonna use my uh, I'm gonna use my signature spell, uh, catapult, to um, yeah. to throw the throw the book at Eugene's head. What? Just ju- <laughs> just just launch the book at his head to try and knock him awake. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna make you roll to see if it hurts him because I don't think you're trying to hurt him. You succeed in throwing the book at him with catapult. Uh, it it launches out of Paul's prison pocket and bonks Eugene on the head. Give me another medicine check. <laughs> Is that medicine? It's a fun definition of medicine. Uh, oh, guess what? Another seven. No, <laughs> Eugene you just give does me not a concussion. However, there is a big bump on his head. Um, very cool. Very cool. I can't do shit else. Okay, so, Ani, um, it's your turn. Good. Hang out. Okay. I'm going to uh, do a uh, wild shape and turn into a giant crab. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, you do that. What do you yes. do as this giant crab now? I'm going to walk up to them and uh, try, to, try to claw their head and uh, squeeze their squishy head open. Oh my gosh, that's oh cool. Oh my god. Yeah, oh. give, me, uh, give me your attack. Oh. This will be really cool if you succeed. Seven. Oh, no! I had such a cool plan. No. Oh. What? Seven, sevens are the, are the number today. No, or you, 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 uh, she ducks. She ducks under your claws and you do not, uh, you do not claw her. Does giant crab have multi-attack, though? I don't think so, no. Are, are you looking at giant crab right now? I am, yes. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, next is her turn. Um, she's going to do sort of a reflavored arms of Hadar. Uh, she, she extends her hands and bolts of lightning encompass you, Ani. Um, uh, let's see. Take 2d6 damage. Actually, uh, yeah, take 2d6 lightning damage. It'll be 8. You take eight damage. You are also knocked back um, as this lightning encompasses you and pushes you back. And I think 
as a, since you're such a huge giant crab, it pushes you straight out of the back of the tavern. You you crash through the wall and you are in the street outside now. Crap. Okay. Uh, next up is Paul Venus. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go take two, take two with rapier, and I'm gonna I'm gonna poke her eye with it, you know, because it's sort of a s- slim sword. <laughs> You know? Yeah. I'm gonna go on guard and I'm gonna poke her with it. <laughs> okay, give me your attack. Okay. Uh that is an eighteen Booyakasha. Yes. <laughs> and then that's four damage. For a little just a little eye poke. Yeah, four damage. I think because you're not just poking her eye, you are thrusting with the rapier. You yeah. thrust forward, you thrust through her head. And do you know that scene in Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive, where he like throws the the thing at the lady and like her head bends back? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you you thrust so hard that her head bends backwards and her neck breaks and tears, and her head is just hanging on to her neck by a thread, hanging backwards, and she seems completely unfazed by this. Oh, cool. Hmm. Whoa. Are we killing Damn. Polly right now? Are we just murdering our oh. friend while the thing that's inside her is gonna fuck off and we damage it enough? What choice uh, do we don't have? You ask, why don't you ask it, Spins? Hey, Polly, are we killing you right now and the thing that's possessing you is gonna fuck off and we do enough damage? Her, the, the mouth on her head, which you cannot see anymore because it's bent backwards, says, uh, uh don't worry about that, buddy. Polly's dead. That that sucks, man. Hey, hey, man. That sucks. Uh, next up is you, Spoons. After you get done saying oh, that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say, guys, didn't Krunga die too? Have we have we processed that properly? Krunga died, guys. Uh, processed it a while ago. Yeah, that. Where have they been? Come on. I was reminded of it because we had the clownular krunga. It's it's depressing. I'm sorry. I don't I don't like thinking about that. Oh, should I wake up Eugene? Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck it. Um, I'll do a medicine check. It's a. Oh my god! Not twenty. It's a twenty-one. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go go over to Eugene. I'm gonna sort of gently kick him in the head and <laughs> wake him up. Kick Eugene. Just sort of like like the, the... I, I, go, I go like, hey buddy, hey. Hey man, hey, hey buddy. The the bump that appeared in Eugene's head, you kick it back in, and Eugene Eugene's eyes, uh, uh, sh- uh shoot open. Uh, Gabe, let's talk about what Eugene just saw really quick. Yeah, yeah. While while he was in his mind palace, that was let's pretty talk wild. About that. Good mythical like, morning. Can we talk about that. Yeah, let's process that. So, good mythical does, morning. Does Eugene know about? He doesn't really know about Butterfield, does he? Like, I don't think uh, Spoons no, has really talked we have, we have much about that. Spoons but hasn't you, talked you, just, about you just saw a whole bunch more stuff while you were in your mind palace, Eugene. I think we should talk about that really quick. Um, yeah. Eugene, you were lost in there. Lost among the strings surrounding you. The more you tried to find your future, the more you tried to find your friends, the more lost you became as your present blended with your future. You saw Spoons Rango more gaunt and skeletal than he should be, with a black fire burning in his eyes. You saw, you saw Ani surrounded by a burning red aura, 
a devil was standing over his shoulder. You saw Paul Venus driving a car in space. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and then your vision zoomed out. You could see the entirety of Faerun, and then the entirety of the world it sits on. Your vision zoomed out further, and you could see more and more worlds. Earth, where you came from, and thousands, millions, trillions more. This is the planescape, the void in which all worlds exist. And then you saw it, growing, spreading like a rot. A gray blot is spreading across the planescape, devouring world after world after world. You tried to look closer, see what it was, but then suddenly you, Ani, Spoons, and Paul were all standing back in Faerun. Something started to rain down on you like glitter. You looked up at the sky and saw the chunks of crystal were falling from above, and the color of the sky was disappearing. It's falling. The sky is falling. And a big shadow appeared overhead. Something huge began to lower through the crack in the sky, approaching the world of Faerun below. You saw a flashing image of Prince Roland, the man you met once in Neverwinter, his arms raised up, cackling and screaming, This is it! This is my perfect world! But what is it? What were these hulking forms crashing through the sky? Finally, as they lower, the shapes become clear. Skyscrapers. A huge city, colored in lifeless gray and the size of several universes, falls upside down through the atmosphere and wraps itself around the entire world. The world of Faerun is gone. Its people, its land, everything, have dissolved. They've become part of the city. Part of the sprawl. And then, Eugene, you woke up. Holy shit, Harrison. So, <laughs> as soon as Eugene wakes up, he wakes up to spoons, and Eugene's on the ground. There's kind of rubble from Ani crashing through the door, and there's this light, and it reminds him of what he saw. And he, his first reaction to Spoons is fear. He puts his hands up and he starts backing away and he starts hyperventilating. And he tries his best to collect himself. And I feel like what he saw is kind of blending in to what he's seeing now. So it's like, oh, Paul's standing there, but he's also in the car, but it's also in space and it's also in the bar and it's also this, it's also that. <laughs> And he puts his hand in his head, and he takes off his glasses, and closes his eyes, and he shakes his head, and he stands back up. He puts his glasses back on, puts his hands on his hips, and he's just like... Alright guys, uh, what's going on, huh? Hey guys, oh man. Crap. Spoon says, I I'm a skeleton. No, you. Uh, how would you know no, what he saw? I was, gonna I was gonna do a joke. I was gonna do a joke. Just let me do the joke. Yeah, okay. What's your joke? Spoon says, I'm a skeleton. <laughs> no, that's not the joke. That's just you that saying what you sense. just said. How is that again. a joke? <laughs> respond, how am I Eugene. supposed to respond? Are you saying I'm a skeleton? <laughs> what would, would you say, like, what, maybe? <laughs> oh. Okay, say it again. I'm a skeleton. What? I said I'm I'm ready for this fight to be done. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I'm leaving I'm, I'm leaving all of this in so everyone hears how much Do it. it sucks. Do it. Do it. I I hope no. so. It was meant to be a hilarious joke. 
Oh, brother, <laughs> so this guy stinks! <laughs> Eugene continues to kind of survey, and he sees Polly, and this is, the, this is like the person that saved his life multiple times, being like destroyed. And he's just like, uh, uh, guys, what are we doing? What were we were just at the bar? We we're just at the bar. So what are we doing? Funny yeah. thing. Funny uh, thing. We're so we're yeah. Uh, Mr. Hollywood, one? you want to take yeah. this one? Eugene, as you look closer <laughs> at, uh, at Polly, silence. You you can tell from the time you spent in the book world. This isn't Polly. This is something else. This is... This is that city you saw. What? I... I fall back on the ground. And I press myself up against the wall. And I... I just start repeating to myself. It's like, we have to... We, have, we, we gotta... We, we, we gotta get rid of it. We gotta get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. I point at Polly and I, I, guys, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Put bread on it. Get rid of it. Put, put bread on it. What? <laughs> oh. Oh. Get. Get rid of what? The small dying man. Can I roll it? Can I roll initiative? The, this, this pebble yeah. No, you can take your turn in. right now. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna okay. put you right here on the initiative. I'm going to go up to Polly, and with. Very much a tear in my eye. I am going to get my battle axe. I'm going to raise it above my head. This is going to be a greater weapons master two-handed strike. Okay. I got a 17. Let me check. Ooh, I, 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 I think that hits, but let me check just to make sure. Uh, yeah, that hits. That, that absolutely is. This character does not have a high AC. That's 20, that's 20 damage. 20 damage. Um, with 20 damage, you, you cleave into the body of Polly and whatever is inside of her. And um, you kill her. Uh, I think you oh. cut this, this, this creature in half and it just lies there. And some of this liquid metal pulls out like blood, but it is not moving. And I... Is there... When if I pull if I you know she's probably in pieces now, but if I pull the pieces of Polly, can I? Does it like does the metal fall out? Uh, it's it's just sort of it's just sort of like blood. It's just sort of inside of her. You know, it's kind of dripping like blood, but it's not. You know, it's not like leaving her body. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick her up, pick the pieces of her, and I'm gonna just say to her. You're with your troop now, huh? Jeb. I turn to them with this kind of silver liquid most likely on my face. And I say, Guys. Guys, this is really scary. <laughs> this is really scary, man. <laughs> we gotta... We gotta... <laughs> man. Uh, jeez. Is he is he clownular? Is he clownular Eugene now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna walk up to the spoons and I'm gonna put out my pointer finger. Uh, pull it, pull it. 
No, I think. Oh, my finger. I think, I think it's. Oh, my finger. This, this happened to my buddy Aaron. <laughs> oh, I was working on before I got sucked into the fantasy world. It was about some, some clown. It was called, like, the laugher. <laughs> this is a spoons pull my finger. Oh, oh, you mean the Joker of the East Coast. Okay, I, I mage hand and pull his finger. Uh, with my with with my mouth, I say, just say, <laughs> <laughs> why? That's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> he's the clownular Joker. I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab Polly's body and I'm gonna head outside and start digging. Oh wait, I, uh, Eugene, give me a second. Uh, so I don't have it prepared, so I need to cast as a ritual, which takes me like eleven minutes. But I cast identify on uh, Polly's body. Okay, yeah, I let that happen. Yeah, you you all stand there awkwardly for a long minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding her body, on. blood all over my face, just dripping. Uh, as you as you, I scratch my butt for eleven minutes. <laughs> as you're waiting for this spell to be cast, uh, Chattanooga says, "Dad, are you okay? What are you are you all right? I gotta get you out of here. I gotta get you out of here. Did you did you find the kids? Found so much more than that, Chattanooga. So much more." Yeah, but Dad, where where are the kids, oh, Dad? Yeah. There's a bronze bronze pocket watch. A a Big. bronze pocket watch? Oh yeah. god, that doesn't help very much, but well, Yeah, not Dad, really. I'm, I'm, re- just glad, I'm just glad you're okay. And he hugs you a little bit. Yeah, I hug him too. Sorry, what was that you said, Eugene? Bronze bronze pocket watch. I would say it's more of a copper. Actually, it was bronze. It was totally bronze. Not, spoons doesn't know metals. I'll show you copper and like throw ten pennies. <laughs> spoons has a bad memory, I guess. Yeah, I would. I think I remembered it more as being copper. You know, uh, as as he says that, I kind of just my eyes grow wide. Spoons, you are talking. You know, Did I tell you about that? Did we talk about this? Talk about what? Did we? We gotta have a discussion, like a group discussion. I don't think that Abolith thing kind of sent me on a trip down memory lane. I got s- some memories back. Actually, it was more like a memory, uh, like a like a memory book fair. You, 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 know? Know, you know the watch. But, um, you know the watch. I know the watch. The watch was um, the guy, the guy who uh, who took the first fifteen-ish years of my life from me. That's that's a bronze pocket watch having guy. You know the the scientist dude. The guy. Sci- the guy. Science, scientist. Like, like, like from Sci- scientist. Scientist, yeah. You're familiar with the concept of a scientist? <laughs> yeah? I drop... I'm gonna drop Polly. And... Hey, careful, I'm doing a ritual. Yeah, uh... <laughs> careful. <laughs> I'm doing a ritual. <laughs> I, uh... Chattanooga, this isn't good. We gotta get those kids. Oh I don't know we, how we're gonna we, do it. We do, Dad. We gotta get them. We gotta get uh, them. We gotta get. Them. Are your kids with the? With, are your kids with with my with the, my guy? If those kids are with them, I'm I'm gonna be honest, Spoons. That's I, fucked. I up. don't want them to end up like you. <laughs> no, that's I'm about to do. Dude, neither do I. We haven't even talked about my my lobotomized friend. Like, dude, you do not want this. No, I got I got you. I got you. It's fine. It's no no problem. Listen, I we're, we're gonna fix. Can you just? I, I do have to touch it to do to cast identify. So I'm kind of like rubbing my hands in the you know, met, metallic blood. I think like I picking think, it off like sand. I think eleven minutes has passed. 
and uh, Ice Spoons. Ice Spoons. <laughs> Ice Spoons appears, <laughs> and uh, Ice Spoons is How's shocked going, man? and mortified. And Ice Spoons says, "This thing is, uh, oh boy, Spoons. Pretty let me tell up. you, um, it's pretty fucked up. This right? isn't just one school of magic. This isn't even just all the schools of magic. This is divine in nature." Divine and nature, like like divine as okay. in a, a deity or a god, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a god, like like a god. Okay, okay. Uh, that that all you got? Godly. Uh, what else does the spell entail? Is there more I can tell you? Uh, Ice spoon you says that. Now. I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, uh, if it is magic or some magic imbued thing, I learn its properties and how to use them. Uh. Uh, I learn what spells are affecting it, and if it was created by a spell, and what spell that is. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. No, none of that really it's applies like a, here. It's, so it's I think I just objects, objects okay. listing concepts. I think Ice Spoons so, has told you everything you're gonna get. All right. Thanks, Ice Spoons. Ice Spoons out. Ice Spoons dissipates. Uh, guys, mental note: Ice Spoons just just have my little my little guy. Uh, let's look up some metallic. Uh. I guess possessing gods or or greater uh, deities when we get back. Yeah, to the, I know to the one. Crib. His name's no? Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> you rascal! You rascal! You! Oh, Mister Hollywood! Hey, where's Gus? Is Gus around? Oof, oof. Oh, hello, hello, my did friend. I, did I see anything about Gus in my vision? You didn't see anything about Gus, no. <laughs> I grab him. I grab him like by the ears and the side of the head. And I give him a little scratch, like a tick, 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 yeah. He, one of those. he does a little leg thing. Dogs do when they enjoy that. Yeah, but yeah. Nah, good, good, he's such a good little guy. Good job, spoons. I really, that was a really good job, man. Thanks, homie. Yeah, and I, I, I hug him. Thanks, homie. And I think <laughs> I, I hug him a little bit too tight. Ugh. Because <laughs> yeah, can I roll to see if he breaks my brittle wrist? Can I roll a strength, a I roll a strength check? <laughs> no, I, I'll just have uh, yeah, strength versus constitution. <laughs> All right, what do you get? Let me let me read my strength. What is it? Is it is it three? All right, oh, yeah. uh, it's only yeah. fifteen. Okay, well I rolled a four. Yeah, so Eugene is very tiny, but as he hugs you, he sort of pulls on your leg and breaks your hip. He, he hears that he, he just says there's a skeleton under there. <laughs> uh, finishes scratching my butt. Oh, I, I, I really... Paul, I'm sorry, what's Paul, going on? Paul, 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 I, can, do you have a lay on hands left, Paul? Oh. Oh, I'm doing like the this. Peter Griffin thing. Like the. I got, I got a, a banana phone. Oh. I got a gun with one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We have to, we have to say that for the podcast because I told you that uh, outside of the recording. Uh, I did my math wrong when I told uh, Ethan that Paul Venus's new gun didn't have any bullets left. It actually has one bullet left. So. Well, spoons, you want this bullet? Mm. Uh, I don't, don't put me down like a horse, Paul. Please. <laughs> Um, All right, <laughs> it's here if you need it. Uh, is that your, wait, Puts gun have... into prison pocket. 
<laughs> well, boys, I, I think we should start heading back to heading back to Draconia, huh? We got a lot of yeah. I take a out a torch to do. and use it as a. I use my torch as a crutch as we walk away. Come on, come on, buddy, let's go. Yeah, okay. So it's all right. Yeah, buddy, come on. Man. You, you, the four of you, and Buddy and uh, Chattanooga all get onto your big uh, strip of astroturf that acts as a magic carpet, <laughs> and you soar into the air. Uh. All right, I'm gonna uh, take a, a puff of a, a big cigar uh, and say, "All in the day's work." Paul Venus trips and falls on his face. <laughs> on the on the magic carpet. <laughs> on the astroturf. <laughs> <laughs> he he, wa- he wants to get up and just like move around. You know, he, he was uncomfortably sitting, yeah. and he trips over his crinkly monkey toes and falls on his face. <laughs> I stand on his back and I go surf and turf. <laughs> All right. That's the end. Sure, that's our ending one liner. Yeah. Surfing <laughs> turf.